I see things. You laugh at an old man. <laughs> There's them that laughs and knows better. See the TV cameras yet? That's what I'm kidding right now, is this weird chills. It's dog-eat-dog world, and from where I sit, there just ain't enough damn dogs. He's watching you, friend, I guarantee you that. Come on, I feel... What was that? Throw them into darkness for a few hours, and then sit back and watch them. Drug addiction, alcoholism, sadism, bestiality. We may ask what is real. Murder, vampire. Anything beyond that is dangerous. He's a liar. The demon is a liar. He would like to confuse us. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. The attack is psychological. And it's themselves. Powerful. So don't listen. Remember that. If it had ended, we would not be here. All we need do is sit back and watch. dog-eat-dog world, and from where I sit, there just ain't enough damn dog. Dog-eat-dog world, and from where I sit, there just ain't enough damn dog. Welcome back to another episode of Freaky Fridays. Today it is about 10.10 10 a.m. Uh, Friday, June 24th. And I got my uh, partner in crime with me for Freaky Fridays. I got General Lee with me. Uh, General Lee, in case uh, people don't know who the hell you are by now, uh, why don't you just let everybody know uh, where they can find you and what's up. Oh, nice one, mate. Um I'm generally host and creator of Subconscious Realms, um, available on Anchor and Spotify. Um, my Twitter is at Subcon Realms 33, uh, Instagram at Subcon underscore Realms 33, and email subconsciousrealms at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for coming on oh, again, mate. as usual, with me on, a, on Friday oh, morning. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. And uh, <laughs> today we have a... Um, a special guest. I, I say it's special. Uh, I like to try to sometimes call listeners actually special guests because uh, they have nothing to sell. They don't got a Patreon and they ain't, you know, got a, they're just coming on because they actually got a story to tell. And I kind of find those to be a little bit more authentic and a little bit more interesting. And it's also nice to be able to reach out to our uh, listeners and to, you know, have them on. You know, everybody's got a fucking story, not just me. And I don't think it helps to fit a little uh, piece of the puzzle. Uh, so today I have uh, Brandy on. We had spoken through Twitter and, um, you know, well, for one, I think she has some amazing art, but two, I think it's also because it comes from experiences that she has with meditation and she has explained to me, you know, that she's into that and she's had some pretty wild experiences and uh, I really like stuff like that. And I really wanted to have her on, and I thought that was a perfect Freaky Fridays topic. So uh, enough about that, and here is uh, Brandy. If you can, if you want, maybe just let people know a little bit about who you are or whatever you want to tell people and get into uh, maybe what even got you into meditating and getting into this life and how this all started for you. Um, 
actually, it started because I was running from it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, as a kid, you know, like you go through this rebellious teenage situation and I had a little bit more attached to it where it was like, you always feel like somebody's right behind you or following you, or you would have like these dark, dark dreams and you would wake up from the nightmare and you're like, you know, everything you do is wrong. You're making the wrong decisions. And then you have like this breaking moment where it's like something comes through and says, look, you're going to keep on having rough times if you don't correct yourself. And I was like, I don't want to hear that. I'm I'm going to do what I want to do. And I kept getting mad at the situation. And um, one day I just had to like give in to it and say, okay, okay, what? What do you want? What am I supposed to do? And he's like, all right, well, now that you're listening, hmm. you know, you're going to have to take this big break. So uh, I took like a leave of absence from work. Cause it just got it just got to a break of it was just like I couldn't deal with everything. All if at you once. don't, if you don't mind me asking, when this when this happened with the break from work, was that like during the whole COVID thing, or was that a while ago? No, it was um, actually in 2019. Before oh, wow. then, oh yeah, so it might have turned even it into was, more yeah. of a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like the whole kind, like I didn't, I wasn't affected by it at all. It was normal here, as far as I was concerned. I mean, we just went about things as normal. I didn't wear a mask and never did the entire time. I walked in the grocery store. Nobody said anything to you, walked right back out. So I never understood everybody just being chaotic about it. It's just like you got a cold, you know, go home and deal with it. So that, yeah, you're not going to go to work. Who the hell does that? But like um, in 2019, it was like in July. It was just work was being too much. Even though I thoroughly enjoyed it, it was just like this is this is a side thing. You need to focus more on yourself and what we're telling you, and you need to do something about it. So I took off from like July till November. I went back, and when I went back, um, I was actually transferred to another department, which was exactly where I needed to be because it was exactly where I wanted to be. So it worked out perfectly. So it kind of like saved me in that aspect because I was in a more supportive environment and with the same people I was when I actually was enjoying my job. So that's when, um, during those three months or God, however many minutes, that's when I started meditating. And that's when, yeah, I would say like, yeah, that's when stuff just started happening. <laughs> now when you, when you, when you decided to start meditating, what was it that like, um, was there anything that you went to, and I'm, I'm just wondering just from, like, you know, how, how you did your meditations. Uh, was there anything, like, some kind of specific, like, style, or was there, like, uh, did you specific? I, I think was it might have been me and you, I think, were talking uh, yesterday on Twitter or posting, I guess, like, music that we would listen to. Was there, like, certain styles, or, like, was that, like, was that, like, your thing when you got into meditating? Like, for me, at first, it was easy where I would just put on specific music and try to sit there and not think of anything. Like, was there, how did you approach it? Like, how did you even get into it? Like, did you have a, did you just swing it and just try to sit there and do nothing? Or did you have kind of like a, I guess, a regimen on how you would try to meditate? Um, at first, I went into like the past life regression situation and quickly found out that hypnosis, like, if I kept telling myself, 
this isn't going to work. Because, you know, I didn't want to be listening to somebody and then be told some stuff I'm not going to remember and end up, you know, programmed on, the, you know, the back end. So I went through a couple of those and um, I found Michael Seeley, which, I, you know, I was like, okay, he's calm and he actually was able to, I guess the voice and everything was able to calm me down enough to where I wasn't like, you know, thinking a thousand things at one time, like, why am I sitting here? This is stupid. I got an itch. I should be doing this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you start feeling found, every little thing on your body, and you start, it's like you, you feel that piece of skin, you feel that hair now, you're going to want to itch this. Yeah, it's yeah, like a bum. <laughs> yeah, yeah like every little thing just like to get you to break away from uh, trying to clear. I know what you're talking about. In the beginning, yeah. it's definitely like that, yeah. You know, but, you know what I had even done in the beginning just to, and as silly as it sounds, just to get into, you know, when I say meditation too, I'm not saying, um, I think a lot of people get confused and think that means you have to be completely not thinking of anything. I mean, that's like gangster mm-hmm. level shit. Sometimes meditation is just trying to think of just like one idea or keep your mind focused on one thing and try to think about it and figure it out or just, you know, just think on it. And uh, I had problems with just, like, even keeping focus, uh, you know, like that. And no lie, there was a couple of them. I think they were honestly more based for children, but they weren't as childish. Maybe, like, teens it was more for. But uh, I even found, like, guided meditations where it would, like, make you, like, think that you're, like, going through this walk through the woods and then coming upon, like, this castle and this village and all this shit. And I would literally do that and just try to practice on, let me try to visualize what this person's saying and get stuck in that. And I even think that little silly stuff helped me be able to start focusing on one idea when it came to meditating. That's how the, uh, the hypnosis was. It was like a guided, you know, through the woods. <laughs> Is that um, a, an easy way of uh, method, that way? Well, for me, just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say, for me, it was easier because I, I think, like, I was able to focus on one thing that was still changing but still trying to keep track. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wasn't really yeah. holding a strong, strong thought on one thing, but right. it was just like a long story. Like, I think it helped me be able to focus. And just in my opinion, and I'm sure this is stuff we'll get into with Brandy, um, from my experience, when you are good at trying to, like, hold focus on ideas or thoughts, like, it's you can also start the displaying them when your eyes are closed right, too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, can start that, seeing that in your mind's vision or your mind's eye or whatever you, your imagination they call it. You can really start to like paint some pretty pictures with your eyes closed. Sounds good. That, is is yeah. that, would you say that's more effective than previous methods that you've used? It's uh, like just say for example, like a big, like just say if I was to try it myself, do you think that that would be like a, an easy way of uh, like an entry level. Oh, I, I like I said for me, I as silly and childish as I thought it was because it was obviously based more towards I, like your younger yeah. people. I was like, fuck it, it seemed interesting and cool, and it it helped me yeah, just be yeah. able to concentrate. So for me, I mean, I would suggest it if people are having nice problems on, with 
meditating, you can even try a guided one, like like Randy was even talking about. I think guided ones are good at the beginning because it just kind of gets you set in the mood. You're able to get used yeah, to being yeah. comfortable just doing nothing, even though you're still listening and your brain's still going. You got your body at least. Yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> calm down yeah. first. You know. All right, Actually. So, so sorry, Brandy. Well, I, I ended mean, up. I ended up your, um, no, it's no, it's good to put your body to sleep, but your mind's still working. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you know, when I get you. Yeah, talk I get about you. Situation, you know, it's easier for you to start visualizing, and when you're going along that journey, you start picturing it. And when you're picturing it, it's kind of like watching TV. Right. You put yourself you. yeah. in a situation, and you're not thinking of what it is that you probably should what you think you should be doing so it was easier right, that right. way you know what i found Wait, interesting? The only thing... <coughs> oh no go ahead sorry no you go finish finish <laughs> oh no i was gonna say that um i had just with the past life regression i i've never gotten over this but it, it's a block like as soon as he would say you know okay you count down i'd be out blackout until oh, yeah. he says <laughs> Okay, come back. And I was, it never, it never changed. No matter how many times I've done it, it I've, it's blackout. Right. Yeah, so I've never gotten that. Um, so I stopped doing the guided meditations and was like, well, the hypnosis and went, you know, then I learned about the binaural beats and. To oh, the I know a lot of people that use those. Holes and went into that. Yeah, you What's know, that called yeah. again, Bondi? What would you say that the was called? Beads. Oh, the binaural beats. Binaural beats. Yeah. It's where they have like two different tones playing and one in a different tone in each ear, but it comes together to form a single tone. Yeah. Brandy and uh, I I know, I know Lee listened to it because I think he's actually asked me for the link because he's, I've mentioned it to him, but uh, I don't know how, how long you've been listening to the occult rejects, but I know um, in the gateway project, we talked about how that's exactly what they were doing with fucking sound. You're getting two mm-hmm. different frequencies in your head, and then the middle of your brain. Let's say I have 50 on this side, 70 on that side. Well, my brain down here is going to read fucking 60. It's going to find the middle. Yeah. And yeah. then that's what you're going to actually, I guess, kind of vibrate or take in, or you, you know what I'm saying? Like that binaural beat stuff can do things and can help and aid you going somewhere. Oh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, a couple of people said that, mate. Um, yeah, they use that type of stuff in Gateway. Brilliant, brilliant. It's just, um, it's just, oh, from looking at it from like, you know, like if I was to try it myself, which um, it does sound appealing. Yeah. Especially, especially when um, it doesn't sound as complicated. Oh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, you know one thing I did want to mention, and because uh, you mentioned it before, Brandy. Um, I remember when I that was when I started at first with meditation, and I did like you know I tried those uh, I guess guided ones. I did come across a lot of the past life ones, and I think I even had like a couple of people I knew from like I guess the witch community. I don't think they were really into ceremonial magic; they were just witches. I kind of mm-hmm. knew. Um. They had, like, suggested, uh, I had been told things past life regression, you know, uh, meditations as well, like on YouTube and stuff. But I just want to toss out there to maybe, I think it's kind of like what you were getting at, maybe why you stopped. Um, I will say a lot of the ones I did come across, they all do have disclaimers on them. 
And mm. I would do suggest, in my opinion, uh, if you're going to even, because now since it was brought up, if in case anybody happens to go and look, I am just saying be very wary of that because you don't know what the other person is doing. And the subliminal uh, messaging, yes. too. There's a lot of those. You don't, you had never know. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, do you mean like, it, as in, like, it could be something like you're being diddled about, sort of thing, like somebody uh, not. I mean. Or they could just make you buy their merch. <laughs> I mean, this is the whole right. thing. This is the whole thing. And, and you could even see, again, when I think TV and mu- movies we tell you the truth. But in fantastical ways or sci-fi ways, you know, however they want to put it out there. Yeah. I mean, they, I've even seen things like, you know, uh, people who put people under, like, hypnosis or can kind of do, like, a little bit of, like, you know, hypnotic programming. I mean, they're able to sometimes put, like, I mean, this is just like with MKUltra. They could put, like, a fucking phrase in your fucking head that whenever you fucking hear it, you know, or it's like she was saying, they could sublimity make you buy their shit now. Believe my yeah, bullshit. Yeah, like, like trigger something. Yeah, like you don't know, like if that shit, and they know what they're doing, and especially if you start getting into sounds. I mean, you know, you don't know. You really, That's like something you would have to, in my opinion, if you're going to have someone do some t- so, sort of hypnosis and actually do past life trust. regression, it better be with somebody you fucking trust. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, mate. Um, I mean, I, I would... <laughs> Hands down, I would uh, do something with you. Uh, that's close without question. That because I totally trust you. You know, you know that. Um, oh, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. So but, <laughs> but I get, I get what you mean, uh, Brandy. About like, I, like you're saying, if they're trying to um, sort of like, I guess if they've got like an alternative agenda. Yeah, because you, you know, you don't, you, you don't, don't know. know. It's, it's trust is a it's trust is huge in, in, in everything really isn't it alright so well it's for me anyway it's for me so yeah, yeah. so not to go on that too much so I guess like where did you go to after that once you started getting this off the guided or in the guided stuff when did it start to was there at one point when you were like, wow, I think this stuff actually works? Or was there like a moment when you're like, wow, this is actually kind of cool? Did you find yourself at a moment being like, wow, this meditation shit isn't too bad? Yeah, because at first <laughs> I thought, okay, you meditate, you just sit down, you close your eyes, and you're just staring at the dark. And I was like, that's not going to work for me because I'm too fidgety. So when I started learning about the, the beat, um, <laughs> I actually did did it, and now I, this is my routine is I do it before I go run. And so I'm outside, and I'm in nature. I mean, I'm in my car, but I'm in the woods. <laughs> but I find it easier that way because, you know, you don't have random things landing on you. Because, you know, if I'm out in the woods, yes, if I think it's a bug, it's probably a bug. <laughs> but um, I was listening to the binaural beats, and it was like 10 minutes in, because I, you know, I felt really relaxed and I was like, okay, I'm going on this adventure because the one I had picked for some reason, it was, it just felt like it was alternating. So it was like going around me and I would feel like this weird feeling in my spine, you know, it would make it tingle. And I was like, oh, okay. I like this. I like this weird combination. And then all of a sudden, this tree hits me in the face. And I was like, what the fuck was that? You know, so I my eyes open. I was like, how, how did, 
why did a tree hit me in the face? What is that about? So I had to text my friend. I was like, okay, I tried the meditation and a tree hit me in the face. And it was like, you must have been running too fast. <laughs> like, I don't, you know, so that was the first experience I had with it. I was like, I got to find out more of this because it was vivid. I mean, I jumped. Like, why would that happen? No, you didn't. Um, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Have you um, always can? Have you always like? Do you still use binaural beats now? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I have a whole order of a lot of them. Um, so when I try to get new ones, it's like I listen to a first minute or two, and if I don't feel any sort of like vibration or a tingle anywhere in my body, then I don't put it in my folder. I just go to something else. <laughs> That's interesting. A lot of people I know that use that stuff, like, a, you know, definitely uh, use it a lot and stick to it. I yeah. Do, I do find, um, I've used it a few times. I do. It, I definitely think it will work. And, like, you do get, you know, if you know, I guess if you know what kind of frequencies you want to use, I do think you can, comp, you know, you, you'll get something out of it. Yeah. yeah. Would you be able to send us um, some of those, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a whole whole old folder. I started um, dividing them up, too, because there's, like, shamanic chanting, and there's um, also mantras. I've listened to some of those. Um, And some of those, uh, the first mantra I ever listened to, that that one was even kind of funny because um, it was, like, some abundance. You listen to it from five to seven in the morning, and it was—it's really nice and it's calming and soothing. It's really pretty, and I was like, okay. And um, I went to the store right, you know, like around eight thirty-nine. Got some like little breakfast snacks and some juices. And while I'm there, the girl was like, it was her first there. She couldn't find a lot of. It was um, it was this organic shop so she was like she couldn't find a lot of the new stuff that they had had or whatever and she was like so i'm just going to ring it up for this that and the other so at the end of it i got half of it free and i was like hmm <laughs> maybe the mantras work too <laughs> okay uh-huh. that's cool. Sounds what, good. what really got me and i had to research this a lot because a lot of people do not talk about this and i'm not sure if everybody's this experience and this is going to sound crazy but I had gotten so far into meditation I would do like um, 30 minutes to an hour in the morning depending on if it felt like I was stuck in it and needed to go more and then I would do another hour in the evening Um, I actually have had a couple of orgasms during my meditation oh wow okay I beg your pardon (laughs) Where does this come from? The Freaky Friday show, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you got to send us links for whatever one you were using for that. I don't even know how it happened. I mean, I remember the sensation. Do I open my eyes or I just, do I see where this is going? Is it going to stop midway? Why? And it just went full on. I was like, okay, this is an experience. <clears throat> you know, I've heard of that one other time, and the funny thing—well, not that it's funny, but it was also from another female. So I do find that interesting. Wow! Uh, I had to look it up. 
Fuck, I was, you know, and I was going to say something and that totally threw me off guard now. <laughs> that totally just yeah. threw it out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's all right. It's interesting. I mean, we had somebody else on here one other week talking about having a sex dream. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, no difference. I have dreams like that too. It's just like I had to, you know, I, I just. I just determined that, you know, like I was just having some weird experiences because I never heard of females having orgasms during their dreams or why they're sleeping either. But, you know, I have to tell people, yeah, it's possible. If you don't think it's possible, then I'm, you know, weird, like beyond weird because it can happen to me. (laughs) It happens all the time. (laughs) Uh, Oh, what I was going to ask. Now I remember. Um, Now, you do do a lot of art. Because of your yeah. medit- because of things with meditation. Yeah. Now. Yeah, because even the painting behind me was something I seen like when I was getting ready to wake up. It was in my mind, so I painted it. That's now. That's oh, the what one I'm talking to you now. Yeah. <laughs> that is impressive. Uh, that's what I wanted to get to. Was like, at one did it start off right away from you for you, or was like. The visions that you would eventually start creating art with that you had during your meditations, did that come later on? Like, was that something that you developed? Eventually, you got to that point to where you, when in your meditations, you would get these visions. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that something that started right away for you or developed um, over time through practice and shit? No, well, I would get them too because I lucid dream like a lot. And um, so I I know very details, like I I made sure to absorb details so I could remember stuff. Um, But with the meditations, I get mixed. Sometimes I get a visual. Sometimes I get numbers. Sometimes I get names. um, I get random words to put together. It's it's a mix of all kinds of stuff. Now... Like and like the reason. All right, the reason I'm asking is because I know I've I've explained to myself for whenever I have like certain experiences like through meditation when I get deep into it or have like any experiences that I consider like pretty out there. Uh, it always kind of almost has a structure to it. You know, like uh, I'll be meditating and eventually like it just gets darker and then I just. You know, it's like there's almost kind of like it happens the same way every time. Like before you have these visions or before you start to see the stuff that you get your art off of, is there like kind of like maybe a physical or another visual thing that goes on before you get to that point? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, usually it's during – I do a whole grounding process – and that's usually when it comes in. But as soon as I close my eyes and I start doing the grounding, the first, it's like I have a feeling, but that feeling started being more of a visual because the feeling I get is like I just expand. Now like I expand and grow. It's like all of a sudden you go from sitting to like you're everything and you're outside of you're outside of, you know, earth or you're outside of everything. The earth is like a dot and you're just air. <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally understand what you're getting at. Um, all right. So I'm going to want to try to, I guess, get a little bit more into this. Um, 
Can you explain, if you don't mind, like your grounding and that stuff, like the stuff that you're doing prior to that stuff happening? Is there like, what are you doing? Is there any visualizations? Is there any like specific breathings? Are you sitting in a specific way? If you, if you don't mind getting that detailed, is there any um, like, is, is there a system to that? Like, and like, what are you doing? Like, how do you ground? I guess. I at, at first, um, like I'll I'll go into that where I feel like that expansion or whatever. And recently, um, what I've been getting is when I go it's almost like I float to the top like if you're in a pool and you just let go and you float to the top it feels kind of like that like I float to the top and there's like this water's edge and I just poke my head up and it's almost it's almost like I get the feeling of you know something saying hey how are you I'm here I'm still here and then I get that this this energy feeling that just comes down through me, and so when it comes down through me, I'm like I come back down to me into my body, mm-hmm. and that's when I do this like I have to ground with earth, and it's almost like i I don't know where it came from, but when they're always like, imagine yourself going through the earth and the, the rocks and stuff. And it's like, it never was that way for me. I just do this cliff dive and it's more like a swim through. It's like I swim through down to, and I can't even say it's a center because I usually see this huge cave and it's lit up with this pink light and I swim into the cave and it's just like, it's kind of like the dark crystal. There's just huge crystal that's warm and I when I do the dive I make sure and I always I've done this I make sure you know to take my heart to where I feel that and I take my throat and I I make sure I feel that and then I take you know my my cord (laughs) so that you know I'm never detached and then I just dive down and then I wrap that around you know the crystal three and a half times and and then I, it's always, I, I go and, you know, to touch it just so I can be, you know, ex- share, you know, how much I appreciate being here. And, you know, it's with the voice or the throat thing, it just came later that, you know, maybe there's some type of, it actually came because I started getting this vibrating in my body. And it was weird because I'd never felt it before. And it was just like my hands were always vibrating and I, and it was in my mouth and my lips were always tingling and it was so strong. And I was like, this is so weird. What is was that, was that prior? Happen? Was that feeling prior to having like these experiences or after post post? Experience? It, it came in about a month after I started meditating. No, but like, all right. Like, um, I'm assuming, like, before, this stuff that you were talking about, and then I wanted to ask you other things, too. That stuff was in your... You were visualizing that in your meditation. Mm-hmm. Before you start yeah. having these very vivid images, is there anything prior to that? Like, I know, like, for me, I see, like, a tunnel or an eclipse. Lux kind of mentions the same thing, but his is just more of a hallway or a door style. 
Um, if this is C. Dank, if this is Colorado Dank that's in the chat, I know I've had him on my show. I mean, he's had kind of experiences a little bit similar to this. I mean, that's why I'm wearing this shirt, is because it looks exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. I see that before I start seeing very vivid shit like you do. Is there anything like that, or it could be your, whatever you experience that's common visually before all that shit really starts playing? It's just that, that... It's like, is there there coming attractions before the movie starts? (laughs) I just have that feeling, that, that, that floating, expanding feeling. Okay. All right. Kaleidoscope. Like the colors, when I close my eyes, it's like a kaleidoscope. There's just all these different. Oh, all right. I've mentioned that before too, actually. I've had experiences like that where, yeah, it's, it's almost like you start seeing like prisms of like colors and shit. Very. (laughs) Yeah, weird. it's just mixing and, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, when, when, what fucking song is that by the Beatles? Uh, when he says, talks about, it might be Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, when he talks about, like, the kaleidoscope eyes. I was like, fuck, oh, is that yeah. what the fuck he was talking about? And then I think it's the same song when he talks about cellophane something. It's cellophane skies. Wow, it's cellophane something. And, like, I know sometimes for me, when I have that visual of, like, the tunnel and the eclipse, sometimes it looks like there's, like, these windows on the side that have, like, I could see something there, and it looks like this, you know, I can kind of see, like, a scene, but it's very um, blurry, like, as if it was, like, cellophane, kind of. And I was oh, like, yeah. holy fuck, yeah. I was like, yo, is that what this guy's talking about in this fucking song? You know, like, that magic was- and the the black sun or fucking whatever you want to call it, clicking out. Very weird. That's how it, it kind of looks like when I say I'm floating up and break through like that water into wherever it's when I approach it. That's yeah. I, yeah. It would look like a cellophane ceiling. Yeah. It's like go through it because it's a ripple. Wow. That's wild. Okay. So, and then uh, I guess eventually this is what you will see these things and be inspired to uh, draw and paint them, right? Yeah. How long have you yeah. been, How long have you been doing that for? I mean, I've been painting and drawing for, you know, a, like a long time. Like my entire life I've just been doing that. Um I just recently started doing the visualizations I get from meditating or stuff I get from dreams because it was hard to tell people this is how it happened or this is what I see. And they're like, like, all right. people don't have as much of a, a, I guess a vivid imagination as I do. And I'm like, maybe if I put it down and they could kind of see it, that it would be, that they, they would be able to recognize what I'm saying more. Or somebody uh... would be, able to say, hey, you know, I've thought about that. Or I think I've seen something like yes. that. And it gives me more clues as to why I see it or yes. what it would lead to. See, like, there is, I mean, I I don't think the dude will be upset for me coming out and saying this. Like, I had a guest on, an amazing guest, fucking dude killed it. I did, like, a four-part series with Robbie Marks. I mean, I I honestly, I think it was probably some of the best work I've ever had done on my show, and and it was all him. Um, But, uh, you know, besides, like, him and, like, Sean McCann that I've done, like, long presentations with, like, that was some serious shit. Uh, he's an artist and I mean, his stuff, you look at it, it's totally 
occult symbolism and stuff, but like I know that from what I think I know of the dude, like he just said like exactly what you said. Like it's things that like he's putting out there, like it's his visions and like these are ways of just trying to explain it and hoping others get what he's trying to say, I guess to an extent with his own meaning, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I think a lot of, and, and I said, and I say this over and over again, why I think art with this stuff is very important. It just, what sucks is that normally you don't get to hear why the artist drew it or they don't come out and exactly tell the truth. So they don't sound fucking crazy, <laughs> but uh, you know, <clears throat> I think even a lot of art back in the day that we look at, like the Renaissance and shit like that, all this wonderful shit like that, the sculptures, paintings, I think a lot of that is really the same thing. And Mm -hmm. we have, do not look at it like that. And we have, you know, we just think like, oh, it's just some fucking like, or some art. There's no reason why that person's like holding that or wearing that or in that pose. It's just the way the person's go like, or the background scene like this, they're trying to tell you a story and like what you're saying. You put your visions on a, on a piece of paper. Some people do that or they use clay. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I think a lot of art that gets looked at as being classic, people don't even realize like how deep that shit is. And like they were trying to tell people's stuff. When they put that out, it was a way of communication. It was even, it could be a way of just saying, I understand this and I'm in the fucking club with the people that understand this and put out a piece yeah. of art for others to be like, oh shit, this, this dude knows what's up. You can tell just by, you know, what it is. You know, I think that's, that's done a lot or has been. Or they made the art because they weren't able to express what the meaning was behind it because, you yes. know, they would kill you <laughs> they burn you and they're like oh you're a you're a witch you're getting evil thoughts satan's coming through you so you know we're just gonna get rid of that we're gonna keep your art but you gotta go <laughs> yeah. i mean just think about the tarot that's all that is yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's art that's just used to tell occult archetypes and like fucking more probably deeper shit than anybody would ever guess you know is it's in those tarot you know, cards <laughs> Yeah, and I think even that, I mean, you know, I know there's a basis of what every card or even, you know, certain symbols are supposed to mean. But, you know, when you see it and you get an individual interpretation, I mean, I think that you should take into account what it means for you even. Because um, I've had dreams and this this really helped me understand um more of a personal meaning to stuff because I've had a dream and in the dream this, and I remember being specifically, it was a black snake, a black snake bit me. And I was like, you know, when you look up dream interpretations, they're like, you know, all this is bad. This is a bad omen, blah, blah, blah. But, um, this guy, he, he is a witch. Um, but I asked him about it and he was like, well, you know, people do look at snakes like they're a bad thing, but you can remember that in the garden of Eden, the snake gave the knowledge. It was giving you something. It was sharing a secret with you. And I was like, when I put it in that perspective, it, it made a whole lot of sense. And that's exactly what it was. I had, I had a friend in, in, in my circle that 
I, and I had asked, so I got the dreams. <laughs> I was like, I needed to know, you know, is this friend trying to, you know, take something from me and are they going to, you know, try to use it and pass it off as their own? And that's that night is when I had the dream of the snake. And it was like, okay, yeah, it was more like it was confirming. It was giving me the knowledge that yes, you know, this person is exactly doing what you think they're doing. You know, that's actually interesting. I never thought about this. I mean, I, I, I mean, who, who knows? Maybe it's an as above, so below type of uh, interpretation. But, you know, you always picture, like, the snake coming down the tree to, like, even Adam. But when you think of it with the kundalini, it's kind of starting up and going up to your brain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So you can see it rising to your brain, actually. And see, I do it the exact opposite. Like when I, oh, depending on which way you do your chakras, yeah, depending on, yeah, the ground you should be going down. That makes sense if you're going to ground. Yeah, you would go down. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, to me, it's going to be a recycled thing anyway because it's going to go down and come right back up and then come back down. (laughs) You know, it's like a the the middle. There's a middle pillar ritual um, that Israel Lagardi has. So I guess it's more, you know, it's a kind of a golden dawn thing. But uh, you don't do all the chakras. You do some of them. I think you do like five. And uh, But you don't like, you also give like, if they have different names or different attributes that you're using for it. You're using like a Hebrew God name or, I mean, you could, I eventually did it in an Egyptian. But uh, you would like say that and kind of like hold that chakra and you would go down but eventually you're supposed to visualize this whole thing while you're doing all this stuff you are supposed to kind of eventually visualize like a a dome like or a bubble around you that's kind of like spiraling energy and then even going down the middle but like almost like what you were just saying right there it even makes you visualize that in that meditation yeah well the dome that's your protection yeah yes exactly yeah yeah, which you know, I you should do that when you meditate too, because that yeah, that's my last thing is to put that that shield up, yeah. so that nothing enters that I don't allow enter. Even in the gateway experience or the gateway tapes by the Monroe Institute, mm-hmm. they even uh, train you to build a bubble around yourself before you start going anywhere. <laughs> So like I, I like when you're looking at I'm like looking at that stuff and listening to it like when we were like looking into it for the series, and I was like yo I'm like that's the same thing as like me casting a protective like magical circle or I was like it's the same shit. <laughs> it's all it doesn't like it's all the same stuff. It's all the same thing. It's just it depends, depends on your approach. It's all everything. That's was like if people would even think that everything is and i don't even think it's magic i think it's just all alchemy it's just all a a balance of this energy but everything every step of everything is nothing but some big ritual and half the people just don't even realize it because they were taught that rituals or magic isn't something they should be even thinking about in the first place. So they don't recognize it, but you're like, no, everything, every day, every step is some ritual being carried out and you don't even know who you're carrying it out for. I mean, if you want to get really technical, who, uh, I mean, if you 
buy coffee or make coffee every morning and you wake up and brush your teeth every morning i mean that's ritualistic in itself i mean you're already yeah you're living your life is ritualistic right right. if you really want to get down to what the word ritual means like even that routine yeah basically yeah it's a routine yeah you're right um when you break the routine you're like your day is off yep um, I do want to ask you, um, if you don't mind, maybe we can go into one or two of them, uh, because I think it might be just like a cool positive uh, way to, uh, I guess, end it eventually. Um, do you mind sharing, like, I guess, any experiences, like some of the more, I guess, beautiful ones that, ins- I guess, inspired you to make like a piece of art about? Would you mind, like, I guess, trying, I guess, what I'm getting at it, could you explain the whole visual situation that you ended up painting? <laughs> All right. Like, this I mean, you don't have to go get the painting, but if you just. Oh, no, no. Yeah, describe. I was about to say, no, I'm not showing that because it is not done. And, you know, okay. half done art just looks crazy. But, um, but this wasn't a meditation. This is from a dream. Um, okay. All right. In which I was having a regular dream. This is the the rainbow vortexes, but, um, I was having a normal dream and it, this is how it usually happens. I'm having a normal dream. So I'm like, okay, you know, you're having a normal, crazy, weird dream. And I was pulled from the dream. So next thing I'm looking at is, you know, this, this huge window or a bunch of windows, just this huge scene in front of me, but I'm above the earth and I'm looking across it, and that's when I seen these, just these rainbow vortexes, and they're everywhere. They're just all over the earth, everywhere. And um, I don't, it, I don't know if it person, place, thing, whatever it was. It was like on this side of me, but I heard it say, "This is what they're trying to do." And as soon as it said that, the scene in front of me changed to the vortexes started spinning and getting closer together to where they formed one huge rainbow. And as soon as that happened, the sun was now visible and it got bright, just insanely bright. And it just shot down this beam straight into the vortex and the vortex just lit up. And the whole, my, everything I seen was just like this white bright light. And that's when I woke up and I, was like it was so vivid that I just it was like I have to I have to I have to put this down I have to paint it because when I told my sister and I even told my friends and I made the mistake of telling them this dream at a birthday party and they were like you got abducted like, I did not get abducted trust me it's like if I got abducted they would have at least took me somewhere interesting I would think you know but I was just like I don't know what this means what are they trying to do and that's how it usually half the things I'm ever told or see, it's like, I don't know what this means. What does this mean? What am I supposed to do with it? But when I, when I started painting it out, that's when they were like, that's wild. You know, what does that mean? I was like, that's what I was telling you. What did it, what does it mean? You know, it's easier for them to look at and say, Oh, that's, that's wild. What does it mean? So they were right there with me looking at it, kind of how I seen it. So that they knew there there had to be something behind it. That's not a, you know, it, it wasn't a dream. I can tell you it wasn't a dream. I was having a dream before I seen that. That, you know, <laughs> this wasn't the dream. <laughs> um, but also during, and I, I'm sure people have had this experience too, but during meditation, um, I had a ball of light 
come fly at me and actually hit me, enter me, you know, went straight through me. I seen it coming and it was coming fast and just smacked right into me. I've I've heard of and I've seen stuff like that in uh, the media. Well, movies. I think like even something like that kind of like with Twin Peaks too. I think like I, yeah, I, I think like that. season three. I th- I think I think like they were kind of like fighting with a glowing ball like in a room at one point, and the thing was kind of like going at them. That's interesting. Uh, fuck, I was gonna say something. Now, when you have these these visions and stuff, like you just said before, like oh wow, I gotta start like putting this down. Um. Do these things almost feel like, I, I don't want to make it sound like corny, but like divinely inspired? I mean, does it like, is it something where it's like, besides putting it down for you to recreate the image yourself, do you feel like you just like, you're like thinking like, I need to put this down and just show people or share it? Like anything like that? Like, or do, do you, or when you come like when after these things, do you feel different yourself anyway? Yeah. I do. And I can tell the difference, like, especially in dreams, I can tell the difference between when I wake up and, you know, I've been told something. Cause you know, if I want to know something, usually I'll ask a question to myself before I go to sleep and, you know, I'll get some, some rough, either the dream or a vision in the dream or a word to, you know, to answer what I've asked. And then, you know, that I'll feel, you know, like an, a positive situation there. It's like, okay, I have this. I'm going to put this out because it might be a piece of somebody else's puzzle. It might not be a piece to my puzzle. I could be holding somebody else's piece, but it will help me be able to also assemble mine as well. So I put it out there. Um, but like this morning, I know that I, I woke up and it was um, around two thirty that I had, it, it's always a weird feeling. It's just this where your body feels like it was afraid and I, it, just the feeling inside my body. And then I remembered, and I was like, oh, because last night, apparently I was off, you know, babbling demons again or something like that. Because I, it, if I remember that I had to put up my, my shield again while I'm asleep and had to say, you know, no, you're not going to come near me. I'm protected. You need to go back where you're from. Just you're going to have to leave me alone. I'm protected. So those, yeah, there's very different feelings from them. Sorry, I had my mic muted. Uh, fuck, I was going to ask you something. That's That was, uh, I, I often wonder, like, are we, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, I mean, <clears throat> first off, if you think it's just about radio waves, I mean, we can't see that shit. They're fucking in the air. They're all over the place. But I do wonder sometimes, like, well, for one, or like a lot of the thoughts going on in our head is just us picking up shit that's really not our real thoughts anyway. But, like, are we more successful? Are we more of an easier target while we're sleeping when that happens, too? Like, uh, what? Like, like, you yeah. know, like, like do we, we don't even know what we're doing when we go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we we, really, we don't even really truly understand that. Or we're not being told the truth, I'm sure, of what's really going on when we fall asleep. But I could see it as if, like, you know, if you are a little bit out there, is there possibilities of then putting something or influencing something that's here? 
you know, if not, oh, yeah. if it, you know, like if you have a cup and you spill a little bit out, can you fill it up with like something else in there to kind of add to the mix? You know what I'm getting at? Like you, you don't know. Yeah. Like, can they not <laughs> inject thoughts, ideas, commercials into your dreams? Yeah. It seems. Yeah. Cause uh, I've even had, it, it was the dark journalist. It, I, he, it was no relation into how he said it, but it, it made sense to me, but um, he was saying, oh, you know, even, you know, the CIA, they're coming to flea markets. And I was like, that's funny because uh, I've had a dream too. Well, it wasn't a dream. It, it was like a real thing. I was, um, I was somebody else. I was in this person. I was experiencing this person's reality. Um and she was like an orphan and she was walking around with her friend and they were inside this indoor like flea market or swap meet. It was almost like an indoor little city tent like place. And as we're walking around, I hear these two men and they totally did not fit with everybody else that was in there. And I kept looking at him cause I was like, there's somebody invading my dream here because they're sticking out. And I heard them say, do you know Brandy? And that is when I said, we got to get out of here because that is not, they're asking for me, 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 and I'm not me here. And I know I'm not <laughs> me here, but these people are asking for the day me. And so I was like, uh, uh-uh, my spidey senses are tingling. We got to get out of here. Cause I don't know why they're jumping in my dream to ask for this person that I'm not in this dream. I'm here as somebody else. So why are you asking for me? So I had to jump out of there and I was like, no, I think, yeah, they're, I mean, just like MIT said, they're, they're communicating with people to see who answers back. And I don't know where they're going to go from there. Yeah, who the fuck knows? Um, there's a couple of bit, just basic questions too, that I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, I'm looking, sorry. I'm also looking at the chat. Uh, I might have questions in there too, to ask. Um, one just random basic question. I was just wondering when you go to do your meditations, do you do anything like uh, burn incense, you know, herbs, crystals, do you do ritual baths, any of that shit, you know, stuff like that? Not saying it's shit. Uh, do, you, do you have like a routine with anything like that when you go to do your stuff or do you just, you know, meditate? And, and actually, what I wanted to ask you when you meditate, is there a specific way do you do it? Do you lay down? Do you sit? Like, do you have a certain position or is it just um i'm matter? usually sitting upright when i meditate because okay. i'll go to sleep otherwise i will i will go to sleep in a heartbeat um i do ritual baths every now and then when i feel um when i feel off or when i feel like um sometimes like a disassociation i'll feel and i know that i've no i've felt it long enough to know there's a change of some sort going to happen. So I'll take the ritual bath just to, you know, I guess just it's comforting to me just to be like, okay, whatever change is coming, I'm going to be able to deal with it a little bit more smoothly. If it's affecting me personally, if I take this ritual bath and, you know, kind of cleanse to, to have that fresh, fresh start during that change. Um, the only time I use any, I don't use incense, but I will, um, like sage, um, usually it's pineapple sage. Otherwise, I'm thinking turkey the entire time. But um, it's when I'll go and cleanse my house because 
you know, sometimes bad attitudes come in and like my sister, she, <laughs> I don't know what follows her around, but like she has something that likes to knock over her stuff. But you know, I, I'll do that if I notice that there's a lot of bad little attitudes in the house or if random things start happening, I'll go through and cleanse the house. Just open up all the windows and go ahead and sweep them out. Yeah, I used to do like uh, stuff like that for like a, I would probably cleanse my, when I was practicing a lot of stuff. Once a week, I would actually uh, cleanse my, uh, you know, where I live. Um, Your altar. <laughs> uh, the whole fucking house, you know, the whole place. Actually. <laughs> I swear to God, from the fucking bathroom to the fucking wherever. You know, I, I made sure everything got cleansed. And, and oh, even yeah. even the reason for the bathroom, too, though, is because, like I had mentioned to you, the reason I even tossed in ritual baths is because, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't know, it might be the same thing for you. Even when I do, a, when I, if I was to do, like, a serious thing, and most of the time I always took the stuff I did kind of as serious. You know, this is a serious thing I'm going to do. I'm going to do a ritual and start doing all this crap. Um, beforehand, I would, you know, one, I would try to time it out astrologically to the hour and the minute of when it should be done on the day and what fucking day of, I would try to schedule to where I would have my ritual bath like prior and like that, like would almost kind of be like my, I guess, grounding and like, like I would like during the bath, I would kind of go into a meditative state in itself. And then when I got out, I would go into sit down in a chair that had a flat back. So I was straight up sitting in the chair and just my hands on my fucking legs. And then I would sit there and meditate again for like another 15 to 20 minutes. And then I'd start my thing. So the reason why I mentioned ritual baths, I don't know how it is for you, but like I consider that that's even when for me, when the ritual started and that's actually for me when the meditation started too, because it was kind of meditative for me as well. When you, it's like a step to your to your ritual. Yeah. Now, when you, when you did your like ritual baths, was that like meditative in a way for you as well? Yeah, because I mean, I even made sure as to usually I use frankincense, but um, as to what oils to put in a bath, you know, with the salt because you know the water. I mean, even when you're taking a bath, water is very, very receptive. So. You oh, know. You, you put salt in there too, in the oils. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll put this. <laughs> You know, all that shit, yeah. Have, uh, <laughs> the water, yeah, the water, the salt. I mean, I would even have like a whole thing that I'd say as like I added. Uh, I think would I? I'm trying to think. Sometimes I think I would actually add holy water, believe it or not, to the bath, uh, salt, and then depending on what I was going to work with, whatever herbs or incense I thought were kind of in the area of where I was looking to go, I would. Uh, add to the bath and use as the incense. So that's interesting. I guess you kind of did the same thing. I think that's why I like, I, like I, I studied ceremonial magic for a while, but I never practiced it because I was like, I'm just, I'm too lazy. But then I was like, am I lazy or can I just visual, can visualization take the place of the action? You know, if you're very good at visualizing, can you smell it? Can you see it? Can you taste yeah. it? Can you feel it? that take the place of the entire ritual because i was like this you know this minute hour days like candle oil incense i was like oh this is it's it's too much (laughs) too much and i just visualize it and meditate on it 
Yeah, and I think you're you're totally right there with that, like the whole ritualistic thing. Because I always say that too. You don't have to do all that fancy fucking crap to to get these experiences. Uh, and I think like a good point that you made. Uh, for me, I would say if, if someone can close their eyes and smell something, or think that they taste something, or hear something that paints a very vivid mo- picture in their mind, whether meditating, you're like. That's like almost magic in itself. Like you're, 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 that's, you're getting there. You know, those, I think that's like something that people should realize, like, isn't uh, just like nothing. You know, I think that's a pretty serious thing that if a scent or a taste or a smell, even if it's why you're going on during the day brings you back to a idea or experience Mm -hmm. from a while ago, that's a little bit in a sense magic. And to me, I think, you know, so, uh, yeah, you're to, being taken to that exact moment. Sometimes I would even, like, use with, like, specific incense. I would, like, if there was a way I was able to correlate an experience in the past that I was looking for now, I would even use, like, stuff that, the certain smells that gave me specific memories, too. So, and I and I think all that shit added, you know, it all makes a difference. In my, just For me, it did, I think, for sure. So, yeah, I wanted to know that. Just, I was just wondering if you used, like, you know, incense or, uh, you know, if you did, like, ritual bats and stuff like that. Um, I forgot what the other question was. Fuck, I totally forgot. But, yeah. Um, with your grounding, do you do, like, a lot of visualization with that? I usually just let it. Or is it, are you, I see, because then there's also people I know that are much more of like, they don't visualize much, but they feel in their body a lot more too. Maybe, maybe that's kind of like where you're at. Yeah. And it'll depend on what it is I'm listening to, whether if, if I feel it more, but the feeling does add to like the visualization, but uh, like, you know, my normal visualization when I, you know, when I ground to the earth and stuff like that's, that's a route, you know, a routine thing that that's a step that I do each and every time. Um, but after I've, you know, grounded with the earth, I mean, I do get a feeling of it's usually like all the energy gets balled up, you know, from like the plants, the air, the water, everything like gets balled up and then, it gets absorbed into me and then a white light that starts at my feet comes up and goes through my body and, you know, until it reaches my head and that's when it like fans out and that's my shield. Wow. That's wild. That's interesting. It's pretty fucking cool. It just makes me think of like experiences that I've had like that kind of. Yeah. Normally when I have the experience of like, uh, like I said at one other time, I was actually doing the middle pill ritual, which would give the effect of what you're talking about of the bubble around me and then like even spiraling uh, things. I guess it would kind of make like a spiraling X around you of like energy. Like you're creating like this energetic ball. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point now uh, I was going down like it's not all the chakras. It's five out of, the, you know, the seven. It would do that. Uh when I hit the bottom to ground, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, say that again, Lee. No, I can't hear you right now. 
Um, when I was able to bring, like, I guess the energy down to ground, I, I think I've used before, it was like one of those things from the carnival where you, uh, like, you use the hammer and you hit that thing and it goes bing. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting it to, but it, like, shot straight up and, like, to my head. But then, like, like it did, I wasn't in the bubble anymore. Like, I went out, out of it. And, like, it was, like, a bright light, and then it was just, like, an instant, like, you know, HD television that I was, like, inside viewing. Very so. crisp. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> so, now, that's something, uh, that, that since you mentioned that before. Now, when, I guess it could be maybe when you're dreaming or during your meditations. Have you had the experience of stuff looking different, like, to me? Some of the ones I had, you nailed it. It was very crisp and much more crisp than like normal, like normal reality. And the colors were much more vibrant than like real mm-hmm. life. Did you have any experiences like that? Yeah, that's how, that's how it is. It's like, it's, it's, it's bright and it's almost like bright um, and grainy almost. Yeah, but it's like all, but everything has like definition. Like it's well, yeah. it, they're very well defined. It's like you are there. You are, you can interact with everything. You, you're there. It's not, it's not something that, that you're just thinking about. It's, it's, it's like a an actual place. But it's yeah, it's, it's brighter. Yeah, I've noticed that with the colors, they almost, uh, I don't want to say neon, but like a very, just more Real. vibrant, <laughs> yeah, more vibrant, and uh, like you said, crisp, and like, there's been times when I, I didn't know how to really explain it, I think it was more of like, I said, kind of like grainy, uh, yeah, it's just much more definition, especially in, uh, uh, like if there was like I don't know if the thing was alive or real if it was a person or a statue whatever it was but like something that I thought resembled something of life besides like a building or a sand or just like the scenery or out out of space or whatever whatever it was uh, it seemed very like grainy like it was like a very detailed like even in like their I guess would be skin or shape like it was very different and I was like much more real than this. If I, I guess, yeah, <laughs> it's very it's weird. It's much to more real. Yeah. To where, like, when you come back, you're almost as like, okay, well, maybe this is a matrix because this doesn't seem like it's real. That seemed more real. <laughs> like this and, is the yeah, hack. That's, <laughs> why it, that's why I get like sometimes I'll get even aggravated or kind of angry. It's like you know what? What is this really? You know why? Why can't you just tell me what it is really? What? Who am I really? Well, you know what? Is that there something was, I'm that, supposed to really be doing here? Or, you know, am I just supposed to be walking around just doing whatever? You know, I think that's that's an awesome thing that you brought up. And maybe we'll just talk on that a little bit and then end it there. Uh, yeah. I When I started having these experiences, you know, all honestly for me, uh, I started to, I mean, because I had plenty of like, I had plenty of good experiences. There may have been times where the after effects, and I think, honestly, really, I mean, I do think it took a physical toll on me because maybe I was doing it going or going too deep too often within, like, a certain amount of time. I do think that that will fuck with you physically. But uh, mentally, I think, you know, a lot of it can also be drawn on. I mean, you can make yourself fucked up just thinking about it enough. But, I mean, 
if there's like shit that you're like, holy fuck, it's like too much of a mind fuck or just too much for you to take in or too much of like a not, not understanding what's going on, I do think that can like fuck with your mind immensely as well. But, uh, there, uh, you know, when there was times of like, you know, positive things, which I definitely outweighs and I, I definitely had more positive experiences. Um, it did make me question, though, a lot, like when I would come back or wake up here, I really did start like wondering, like, why the f- fuck, like, is this like 90.99999% of my existence? <laughs> and that's just like a fraction of something else that I catch a glimpse of every time. Like, like why, why am I fucking stuck here all the time? If that exists yeah. as well, that can be a mind fuck. Because you're just like, that to me is like an unimaginable, beyond your wildest dreams bliss. And then here. And you're just like, the fuck? Yeah, back down here where it seems like I'm not making a difference in anything. And I'm wasting my time trying to find out answers to questions nobody's asking. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. So, and then, like, I guess, uh, for me, that was part of why I, uh, I guess, did my show, started my podcast. And I'm guessing that is maybe part of why you do your art, is to try to express, like, you know, I guess, like, for one, like, why am I here? What the fuck is the purpose? This and that. I don't know, but I can take my experience and put it out there on the airwaves, and maybe somebody can get something out of it. So maybe uh, your art is a, a way of that, too. I'm just assuming. So, <laughs> so, and I appreciate it for. I, I love the stuff that you've neither uh, tweeted or that you've sent me. I definitely suggest. Uh, well, I don't know. If, sorry, I'm already assuming you're, you'd want people <laughs> to know your account, but I don't know. If you follow us on Twitter, um, you might see me retweet her art sometimes or whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, that's fine. But, I, uh... but uh, yeah, so thank you. Um, well, one, thank you for for the stuff that I've seen that you've done. I think it's some amazing stuff. And uh, I, you, I've looked at it and been like, holy fuck. I see experiences or ideas or archetypes in your work that I, you know, I understand it from my own self-experience. And I think it's cool to see it. And I'm like, all right, I'm not the only one. And I'm like, that's great. I'm, I love seeing someone trying to take those and put it out there for people to see and be like, Oh, maybe I kind of understand that too, you know? I I appreciate when people do that and uh I appreciate you also coming on and taking the courage to you know come on my show and tell your story, you know. Uh so yeah, I don't know what happened to Lee. Um he's gone. So <laughs> he tried to come back to uh he said something in the chat before that I think I guess he was using his phone. His phone was about to die, and he was going to jump on his laptop. And I do know when he's tried to use his laptop, he does have uh, more problems than the phone. Uh, so uh, I guess he tried jumping back in, and uh, we couldn't hear him. So he's gone. Internet was not So, uh, yeah, I will plug his no- his show, uh, Subconscious Realms, with Lee, uh, General Lee. His stuff is in the bottom. I already have his notes in there in the live. I will add it to the uh, Spreaker and the podcasts uh, once I get off of here. I will add all his stuff. Uh, you can't copy and paste into fucking Spreaker's uh, live studio. And I'm like, I, I'm not about to type out all this crap. I don't know why it does not let you fucking copy and paste. 
Spreaker, if you're listening, that's fucking stupid. You need to fix that in your studio. All right. No, nobody's going to type out a fucking description. I got to go live and leave it with a blank description. Uh, so his links will be added in there eventually. Uh, my show links are in there. The Occult Rejects links are in there. Uh, Brandy, again, thank you very much. Uh, when I get off the air, if there's any links you want me to, so, to provide, I will. If not, uh, oh well. Um, but thank you for coming on and sharing your experience. Um, I got something out of it. I hope you know it was entertaining for other people listening. Thank you for the people that jumped in on the live. Uh, that's why I do it. So uh, you know, I could see discussion and see people talk and uh, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So that is the end of another Freaky Fridays. And uh, until the next one, everybody be well. Later.